This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Love Brand You, the show about personal branding, how your values, beliefs, and actions help you define and discover your calling and the evolution of you and your brand. Here's your host, Sam Rafus. I'm Sam Rafus. Today on the show, my guest and I are talking about purpose. In order to build your brand and your business, one of the first steps is to define your major purpose in life. You may have heard the concept major purpose in life. Napoleon Hill, the author of Think and Grow Rich, is famous for step four saying categorically that a definite major purpose defined clearly is the first step in on the journey to achieving your goals. My guest is passionate about helping others discover and fulfill their purpose. We are going to talk about this and our thoughts on helping you define and take action on your major purpose. So we have got a lot to talk about. I want to introduce him to you and get on to his brilliance because when him and I were talking about branding, marketing, and purpose, when I first met him about a month ago, I just said, okay, you need to be on the show. Hmm. So let me introduce you to Dwayne Holland. Dwayne hails from Red Deer, Alberta. He is a brand builder and the business director at Simbra. He has been building brands for 25 years and working with both small businesses and large organizations to help position them in an overcrowded marketplace. Over the years, Dwayne has seen many entrepreneurs struggle to stand out and succeed. Despite all their hard work, they often lose vision of who they are what they offer, and how to clearly communicate to their customers. Dwayne knows it's usually because they have lost their sense of purpose and why they exist as an entrepreneur. Three generations of entrepreneurial heritage has given Dwayne valuable insight into what it takes to win in the marketplace. From agriculture to retail, his roots have influenced his own story, and he's learned that your brand starts at the core of who you are. Welcome, Dwayne. Thanks, Sam. Thanks for that introduction, and uh, that's a always a good reminder when I hear that uh, of you know why why I'm in this business and why I'm so passionate about it. So thanks for that. I want to get right into it about branding, but Always, I ask you first your backstory. You bet. Boy, that took me a little while to think about that when you uh, sent me those questions ahead. And uh, it's been so long. I, coming up to 50 years now, and uh, there's a lot of backstory. So I'm trying to give it the, the real short Coles Note version. But um, like I uh, mentioned in my bio there, I grew up in a retail uh, sector and learned so much about you know small business and customer service and all the challenges that come with that. Um, moving on, I moved into the creative field and I started my first business as a graphic designer. So I, I was always creative, loved to draw, and got into that side of it to serve uh, clients to kind of build their brand. 
from the creative side, from the hands-on approach. And in that time, kept learning about brand development and um, was self-taught a lot and learned from other colleagues and some other courses that kept kind of pushing myself to go deeper into the deeper side of, of the creative uh, mindset for businesses. Um, after many years, though, I kind of hit a point of burnout myself, um, a point where I almost felt lost in business and kind of lost my passion anymore. And uh, Michael Hyatt, uh, he's kind of a, a virtual mentor of mine, and he says, when you lose your way, uh, when you lose your why, you lose your way. And for me, that struck a chord. And so that started me on a new journey of rediscovery for myself, a process that Helped me to start to specialize in brand development, um, getting into business coaching myself and the strategic side of business development. And so I started uh, doing some public speaking, some workshop development, and um, kind of moved forward that way to rebuild my own personal brand uh, within the marketplace. And then this last year, I started a new partnership team together. And a year ago, we started Simbra. And... Uh, yeah, I just love working with entrepreneurs, helping them to kind of discover or rediscover who they are and help give them the confidence to make an impact that they were created for. As you we were talking about that, I was I was remembering when, again, listeners, Dwayne and I met when we were in Calgary at the uh, Innovation Conference in Ventures, the first Inventures Conference here. And we just, we got talking about this very subject. And that's why we carried on. And, and I said, okay, I've, I've got to have you on the show because it all starts with coming, well, coming back. We, we were talking about coming back to the why and the yeah. purpose. And so when you're talking about it comes from the core or your DNA, as we had talked about before too, explain that more. Tell us more about that. Okay. Well, like I mentioned before, it's about discovering who you are as an entrepreneur and the purpose you're to fulfill at this time in life with your business. Um, your purpose is, I like to tell people, your purpose is your heartbeat. Uh, it's your core DNA in building the fabric of your business brand. Um, a lot of people mix up brand and branding. And so brand is the heartbeat. Branding is the face. If you kind of want to look at it organically that way. And so the primary foundation of, of building your business is twofold. It's about profit. We need to make, make a profit, all right, so we can uh, fulfill uh, the dreams and goals that we have. But you have to be purposeful as well, too. So you got to be profitable, and you have to be purposeful. You cannot sustain long-term one without the other uh, business without having both of those. If you're just driven about the dollar and just about profit, one day you're going to wake up and go, what am I doing? I'm not fulfilled i'm not happy right? yeah 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 the feelings aren't there yeah exactly and if you're just driven on purpose but you're not making any money unfortunately you're not going to be living that out you can still have a life purpose and you can do that outside of workplace you don't even have to be an entrepreneur you can just do that but as an entrepreneur to take your business purpose and, and connect that with your own life purpose then you got you get to start seeing the magic happen right so your brand really comes from who you are first. And then as you build your business plan around that and you start broadcasting it, then that's what starts to, um, yeah, build that brand for, for, the, for the, the community to start to see that. If you've done your homework really well, 
with your audience and you've done some research, uh, your audience will start to affirm what you believe, right? About your purpose and how you're building your brand and it'll start to cultivate that community and that following. And then the magic starts to happen. So give us an example. For those that are listening, I always like to ask my guests, give us an example that the guests can relate to because yeah, we could talk about purpose and and you and I get it. And I will say to my clients or other people, I'll say, this is why I'm so passionate about my new brand, love brand you and why the show is love brand you because it all starts from within, no matter if it's your life, it's your business, whatever you're doing. If that heart, I liked how you said that the brand is the heart and branding is the face. Exactly. So give us an example. Okay. Um, well, I've, I've had some different clients. Um, well, even I'll start with myself. My own kind of brand statement is all about helping entrepreneurs and empowering them to, to discover their purpose and then to live it out, right? And to empower them and give them those tools to live it out. Um, how does that start to kind of shape out? Well, then it, it uh, starts to happen through my coaching process, my workshops that I do, and I'm getting hands-on with them to help them discover. But uh, different than a lot of consultants who will just tell them what to do and go and do it, I just draw it out of them, right? And help them kind of build a, a business plan around that. Um, I've got another client, uh, a young uh, female entrepreneur, and she's doing photography. And so we think about purpose and we think about brand and where she's going to build her business. And there's, there's more than enough photographers out there in the world already. Right. And there's a ton and you know, you grab a phone and you're a photographer all of a sudden. So we've helped her kind of rediscover or discover what her purpose is and then building her brand around that. So her purpose is to basically um, shift the, the view of beauty for, for females and female entrepreneurs, right? And so they understand that beauty comes from within. And so she's going to redefine beauty, and that's a deep purpose. That's a big purpose. Purpose should scare you a little bit yeah, and almost seem like it's not even attainable. So now her branding is going to uh, kind of focus all around that, and the services that she's going to offer are going to be about offering a model experience for a day just so someone can come and they're going to dress into the, the, the most fabulous outfits. They're going to have a stylist and a makeup artist do all their work and they're going to just feel like a million dollars, right? And just to celebrate who they are. It doesn't matter if they're not a runway model or a two, I guess, in size or if they're 25 or if they're 85. She's going to capture the heart of those people through her photography. Because that makes her feel good. Oh, you bet. Yeah. And it's actually more about, um, Donald Miller talks about it in story brand, but it's really not about us and our purpose and us becoming a hero. It's about us using our purpose to guide people to help them become their own hero, right? To, to really help them become the hero of their story. So this photographer, that's her purpose. And yeah, she's going to feel good about it, but it's to help those other people to feel wonderful about themselves. And when you're saying to help other people, when when I'm working with individuals and, and you were talking about, you know, number of clients and and there doesn't need to be another photographer out there, and it's the same thing as any industry. 
because I work a lot in the nutrition industry. And I, I had somebody say that to me last week that they were told that the market is saturated with nutrition professionals, so they should go get a job. Yep. And I said, okay, let's backtrack that. That's, that's one thought. However, what she wanted to do with her business, like she said, this is what I want to do. This is my dream. And then that's what I was saying to her. I said, okay, there is room in the marketplace for what you offer because you are not saying I am a nutrition coach. We are saying that you are an expert in this area, which she has and which she lives every day. And I said, this is where we take it for you. And then she got excited that, yeah. you know, then the light bulb came on awesome. because we can talk to our clients and say, I often say, would you do this if nobody ever paid you? Yeah. Yes. Exactly. And yep. she was, she was like, yes, I live this. I love this. And I said, okay, that is part of my essence for love brand you. Yeah. We want you to make money, but if you're not going to be doing it, Perfect. If you don't make money, then it's not, to me, in, in my values, it's not a big enough purpose. Nope. It has to get you out of bed in the morning and even on those tough days. of Exactly. Your- exactly. Remind yourself okay. of that purpose. Exactly. And like you said, you would do it for free. Yeah. So when you hit that sweet spot, and going back to feeling good for ourselves, because that's okay. That, that's, yeah. uh, you just know. It's just like you can close the door at the end of the day and go, wow, like if every day was like that, I'll never retire because that was just amazing, right? And and I've hit times where I've worked with a client and you just see the light bulb come on and, and their posture changes from, from here going, I don't know what to do anymore to by the time we're done, the end of the process, they're walking tall and you're so excited to have been part of that, right? To, to help them find a renewed purpose, right? And it's so exciting. So it is. Yeah. Once, once they strike that chord and they hit that sweet spot and they see it in their audience, right? Or they get that feedback or affirmation. It's, it's just magical. Well, then you, then, you know, like you said, you, you, you hit it, you hit the sweet spot. You, you know that you're in your purpose in that moment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So how do you help people discover their purpose? Well, for me, uh, discovery process is all about listening. So uh, what I've learned over the years is to listen more. <laughs> I've got two ears and one mouth. And that's been a challenge for me, right, my whole life. Those who know me, um, I like to talk. And it uh, seems like people like to pay me to talk. But I have to learn to listen more. And uh, one of those things that I learned back in the retail industry, if you really listen to people, you listen to their needs and their wants, then you can find them the right solution instead of just trying to sell them another toaster, right? Instead of forcing something on them. So it's all about listening. And so uh, there's three things that you need to listen to. You need to listen to your own heart. So maybe that's through reading, right? And, and getting more knowledge on, on different things. And then you're digesting that. So for some people, it's meditation or prayer maybe. Um, but especially it's about unplugging. Unplugging and getting into your own zone, however that works for you. For different people, it might be going out for walks or just some quiet time, putting the headphones on, whatever it is, but listening to what you're hearing inside your own heart, right? Your head and your heart. And you have to listen to others. 
Um, that's the hardest part for a lot of people is to listen to others. You're looking for affirmation of what you're doing, if you're doing it well or not. Uh, you're listening to advice. Uh, you're listening for guidance. Uh, maybe, maybe you're hiring a business coach. Uh, maybe you're sitting down having a cup of tea with your grandma and just listening to some good uh, old school knowledge there. And you're not listening to the naysayers. That's, that's the biggest mistake a lot of us do, right? And I think we even heard that uh, um, affirmed at, at the conference that we were at. But the naysayers are there to basically poo-poo on your parade, right? Shoot yeah. your blue happiness. Now, we need um, truth in our lives, right? And, but if you've done your homework and you're really seeking your purpose and you're starting to get that affirmation and you've got some dreams and you're actually putting a plan together and, and you're thinking about all the, the problems that you could hit, then you're doing things wise, wisely. And the naysayers, they just come along and because it pushes them outside of their comfort zone, yes. they just want to take you down to bring you down to their level. So you, you don't want to listen to them, right? Good sound advice, good feedback, uh, constructive criticism, that's all good stuff. But a naysayer is just saying, ah, it won't work. Ah, I've heard that happen before. Oh, there's already a hamburger place out there you shouldn't start another one or a coffee shop or whatever just don't listen to them right well and one of the one of the parts about that that I learned very very much the hard way because again we all have these dreams and get excited about it and you start talking about it and yeah you'll get people going oh that what that's been tried before what I what I realized through, you know, reading or, you know, talking with other people that were ahead of me or was just understanding who to share my ideas with and who not to. Yeah. Because again, if these, if these are people in your, in your life that know you as one, one person, they don't understand maybe your business goals or your, your big dreams. They're, they're certainly not the ones to be supportive or the ones that are ahead of you are worth listening to. I mean, if they've, if they've been on the journey and they can give you some sound advice, like you said, a mentor or a coach or, or a business colleague that you really uh, appreciate. But if it's somebody that you go for an odd coffee with and you mention this, they're often the ones that, yeah, that are the naysayers. Those are not the people that you need to be listening to. Unfortunately, sometimes the closest to us can yes. be the most negative. But they're, they're doing it out of a love to protect. But unfortunately, if they don't, like you said, don't understand the bigger picture or understand business, if they've never been an entrepreneur themselves, they'll just think it's, it's risky. But, but those that are close to you that have journeyed with you the longest too are the ones that you need affirmation from as well too because they know, they might have heard you speaking about um, – Uh, something about your passions right over all the years and then you bring it up and you connect it with kind of a business model they go you're right you've been talking about that for years and you've never realized it or you're so good at that when are you going to finally pull the trigger so some of those that are close to you will know you the best and know what you're good at right if if you want to if I said wow I'm going to open a restaurant they're going to go you might like to eat, but you sure can't cook. You know, they're going to be honest with me that way. So it's like, maybe that's not the best idea. That truth, yeah, truth in in love, right? (laughs) So where do you start? Where do you start with your people? Well, um, basically I call them the four P's of purpose. So you've got passion, 
uh, proficiency, problem, and profit. So you start with passion. You start looking to find out what you might be passionate about. What do you think you could make a difference in the world or in your community and in what way? What do you love to do, right? Um, you, you, and it gets back to listening, right? So you're getting away, you're getting unplugged, you're finding that time to think deeply. And then you go, okay, what am I good at? What am I proficient at? What have I been um, skilled in? Do I have some gifts? Have I been trained in something? And then you go, is there a gap in the marketplace that I can fill? Is there something missing out there in the marketplace that I've been hearing that people are going, wow, I wish we had this, right? A better way to do something. And then you want to think about what solutions that you can uniquely bring to the table. How can you stand out? Or as I like to tell my clients, how can you brand out? And then what is my plan to make this profitable? So if you sketch these onto a page and you had passion, proficiency, problem, problem or people that have that problem and profit. And then you want to think about how they overlap because you can be passionate about something. I'm passionate about watching Netflix. Well, that's not going to be a good business model, right? <laughs> or I might be good at something, but there's not really a hole in the market or it's oversaturated, right? Or you can line up passion and you're good at it. And it seems like uh, there's a problem out there but there's no plan to make a, a good profit at it. So you've got to look at all four of those P's to see how they'll line up and you hit that sweet spot. And in lining those up in that core, that center of that kind of almost like a Venn diagram, you'll find your purpose then, right? That your business purpose that comes out of that lining up again, I call it with your life purpose and what the, the needs are out there. And then you've got a really good recipe for success that way. Um, what, one thing that you have to listen to as well is the marketplace. So I'm thinking about you have to do some research. A lot of people just kind of go by their gut, and, and a lot of us entrepreneurs do that, right? And, and I always like to use the analogy of we'll jump over the cliff. We know we have a parachute, but we haven't figured it out, so we'll figure it out on the way down. But it's really good if you don't do a bit of research or a lot of research, secondary and primary research for those opportunities ahead of time. Uh, you're just guessing sometimes too, right? And so you want to make sure that you can verify that there's opportunities out there. What does the world need? You want to watch, even watch and listen to social media, see what's happening out there. It's a really good resource for that. So you take that and you take your four Ps and you start moving forward, right? I I like how you said us entrepreneurs, like we just tend to... Um, trust that gut feeling. And, and I, and I have two parts of that with, with myself and with the people I work with. So I will say, you know, there comes a time when you do have to just trust your intuition, no matter you've done all the work, you've checked with people, you've done the research, you know, and because sometimes we can hold ourselves back. So there's two, there's two parts. Sometimes we, we act too quickly because our heart and our intuition gets so, you know, excited or chases that shiny object, but then we can also not act yeah. because it's like, okay, well, I acted the other, the, the other time I did it and it didn't work. Yeah. So it, it's really critical. I like how you explain the four Ps because it makes you think about the process that you can do. So say the four Ps again. Four Ps are passion, 
proficiency, problem, and the people that have it, and profit. Nice. Okay. We need to take a break, but I want you to tell us after, or tell our listeners after the break, uh, once you've defined your purpose, like what's next? So then what do you do? Okay. So let's take a break. And then after that, you will, uh, you'll share that with us, Dwayne. Are you a wellness professional looking to provide clients with meal plans that actually work without all the time and effort on your part? Meal Garden Professional is the answer to beautiful, easy nutritional coaching with everything you need for your clients and your business to thrive. Meal planning is key to healthy eating, but it shouldn't have to be hard. You can try MealGarden.com totally risk-free for seven days, and if you love it as much as I do, claim your 50% discount at the end of the free trial with special promo code LOVEBRANDU. Do you feel like you're drowning in administrivia? Do you have a podcast you would like transcribed to repurpose as a blog or even a best-selling book? Rhonda's Virtual Office is the answer to the freedom you crave so you can get busy doing what you love. Let Rhonda's Virtual Office give you the relief you need. Visit rondasvirtualoffice.com and get some peace of mind today. Rhonda's Virtual Office is the go-to transcription service for EWN Podcast Network. Welcome back to Love Brand You with my guest, Dwayne Holland. Before the break, we were talking about your purpose and Dwayne's 4Ps system for figuring out your purpose and deciding on if it you know, is a purpose that you can get behind and build a business on or build a brand on. So what's next? After you've defined your purpose, Dwayne, tell us what's next. Sam, before the break, we were kind of talking about, you know, that balance for an entrepreneur between just jumping the gun and jumping into something and uh, to, to overthinking things and almost getting, you know, paralysis of analysis. So here's a few steps that can help you figure that out. So you've defined the purpose, you're, you're excited, you know what you're here for. So first thing is giving yourself permission to dream. Think about things and just think big pictures, almost blue sky thinking is what I tell my clients. No time constraints, no dollar constraints. How big do you want this dream to be? And some of that might not happen tomorrow, right? Some of it will uh, will happen later, but dream. I had one client one time and we were working through this exercise and I said, well, what is your just crazy blue sky dream? And he looked out the window to his uh, business was on an acreage area. And he says, I want to buy that quarter section beside me. And I want to put an airstrip and I want to buy a plane. And his team kind of chuckled a little bit thinking that was kind of just selfish or whatever. And I asked him further, what was that dream about? He says, I want to be able to fly from, from our place of business here to Calgary to meetings and be home in time to have supper with my family, put my kids to bed. That's awesome. That's not going to happen tomorrow. But if that dream keeps him focused, right, it'll go a long way. After you've got your purpose and and a purpose statement, you want to craft that out. It's just not a thought. If you don't put any of these thoughts down on paper and document them, they'll kind of uh, get lost or muddied up as time goes along. So make sure you're drafting it down and actually create a purpose statement that you can actually put right up onto your wall in front of your desk. And every day you're looking at that. Put it on your phone so you can look at it. So once you've got your purpose statement, then you want to create your vision and your mission statement out of those. 
lot of corporate culture, they dive into vision and mission or a lot of small businesses don't even understand what vision and mission is, right? So purpose is your why. The vision is, is where you're going. And mission is how you're going to get there or what you're going to offer, right? So once you've created those statements, vision and mission as well too, then you're now starting to build a foundation. So your purpose statement should be kind of really big picture, almost scary, like I said before. Vision's bringing it a little closer. There's a goal now. You see the end of the tunnel. What is it going to look like when you get there, right? And then mission is now the tactical stuff of your business that's going to fulfill the vision and the purpose. And then you got to think about your core values. When you create your core values, you want to think about three types of values, right? You want to think about first permission to play values, aspirational values, and then your core values. That's a, a topic for another day. Yeah. <laughs> But down to the core values, those are the, the pillars that are going to really be guiding principles for your business and that are always um, helping you stay on course with your purpose. Then you want to set some goals. And so you might want to do uh, one-year goals, uh, five-year goals, and a 10-year goals. You can figure out there's tons of books on setting goals. You'll figure that out. I've learned through Michael Hyatt and uh, Jeff Saunders uh, on a few things about setting them more into three months. So treat a whole year almost like in three months and just try to set two or three goals within every three months to kind of build up. And then you want to build a business plan. So many small business entrepreneurs, we just we just give her and uh, we just start doing it, right? And we get caught up yeah. working in the business. We don't build that plan and have it actually down pat. Um, you're, you're going to get off course, right? And one of the products that we kind of suggest to clients to check out is called liveplan.com. What we like about it is, is then it's organic and it's always living. You plug your numbers in and start using yes. it. Yes. Yeah. I have, I have utilized that before. Yeah. So some yeah. kind of a tool like that. Yeah. So, you know, so once you have your purpose, you kind of start building that plan out and you've got these foundational pieces to, to your, your brand strategy is what I call that. And then you're ready to go forward that. So, so many, uh, business people want to just jump into marketing and sales because that rings the bell, right? Yes. And they miss these foundational pieces. And if they don't, again, discover purpose and build the, the plan around that, they're just going to be running. And then someday they forget and go, whoa, whoa, I'm off course. What was the course? I don't even know yeah. why anymore, right? So they've lost their way, right? Well, and, and I often say too that when, because uh, struggling business entrepreneur women in the health and wellness fields too. They'll come to me and they'll say, I need clients and I need to get marketing and I need sales. Yeah. So, you know, then I will say, well, who, who are you, who are you wanting as clients? Well, just yeah. clients. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. and, and again, it, it, we all want clients and we all want that dollar. We all need to, you know, pay our bills. But if you are not specific and, knowing who is your client yeah. then you you can't get clients so yeah. it, it is that continuous cycle if you're i'll say to people if you are just chasing the money it won't come exactly yeah when you when you develop once you know all the foundational pieces and you start building out your business plan which will also have a marketing strategy you're going to build some personas for your target audiences that's right so, like what you're talking about, real specific things, right down to what coffee do they drink, 
what do they listen to on the radio or podcasts so you really understand who they are paint that picture and then go and target them that's that you know targeted approach versus that shotgun approach yeah be more successful so and it's it is painful it's it's painful to figure out the steps and I know that when I'm working with individuals and I'm saying, okay, we're setting your foundation, we're doing these steps, and yes, it some days it's painful and you, you don't really want to spend the time figuring this out. And I keep saying, this is where you have to trust me. This is like figuring out these steps and figuring out who you are speaking to yes. and who you can help is critical in yeah. in your brand building that foundation of a house always seems to take the longest right and it, and you know your, your spouse is going oh when's that going to be built or whatever like that and they just want to see the the prettiness of it all and, and then once that foundation's built everything happens relatively yes. fast right in comparison and same with business if you don't take the time to build that foundation you're going to regret it later it doesn't mean later. You can't back up the bus, as I always say, and yeah. retool. Um, but as entrepreneurs, we're usually driving the bus while we're still putting the wheels on it, and that's yeah. life. So it doesn't mean that you have to stop everything and can't have some sales. But as you're having sales, that's going to be part of your research. Okay, let's refine. Let's pivot a little bit because it's really important to be willing to pivot, right, and um, in, in your plan a little bit, not to take off course. And when you build this brand strategy, as I call it, you have a new pair of glasses with some new lenses and you can look at the opportunities that come along and you know what you're focused on them. And it's like, whoa, also that grouping says they want this. And instead of just running after that just for a quick cash grab and taking you off course, you're going to go, no, that's not my audience. And this is my sweet spot. This is what gets me excited. This is what I'm the best at and so forth. Back to those four Ps instead of running over there just to make some money you were just reading my mind. You okay. Were, I was I was literally I was literally thinking as you were talking because it is so easy. It's yeah. so easy to say, "Oh, wait a second, that's what's happening and I know I can do that and make money." And again, been there, done that. Yeah. I've yeah. I've I've literally thought, "Oh, well, I could do that." Yeah. And it takes you off course. Yeah. Yeah, and I only chuckle when we talk about these things not to to belittle anybody. No. And they're done that. I got the T there's so many t-shirts in my closet right now. Me too, Dwayne. And entrepreneurs, we we fail constantly, but over, you know, the past 25 years, I have been wise enough to remember a few things. Right. And so I've got scars, but you you learn from that and you get stronger from perseverance and learning that. And so every time Alberta hits a a downturn and we hit it every seven to eight years and it's going to come again. And those who are just starting business, just be prepared for that. If you build this foundational stuff for a brand strategy and, and you really have your business plan solid, when those downturns come, you'll be ready to stand out and, and survive. You, you, you might be eating thin, right, at that time, but you'll survive those downturns where the others will just disappear. And it'll also keep you on course instead of just grabbing just on a whim just to survive. You'll be staying the course, right, a little bit stronger. So, Well, and... I had said to someone, oh, I think it was last week, that, you know, think about the tree. Think about nature. You know, trees have that strong foundation. They've got the roots. The roots are firmly planted. Yeah. And what we're doing as entrepreneurs and business 
people building our brand is I continually say we're continually planting seeds. We're planting seeds and we've, we've built our foundation, but we don't know always where something might pop up. But if our foundation is strong enough, there's always going to be, or, or like we heard at the conference, you know, let a thousand flowers bloom. Just keep, keep doing what you're doing and your purpose, your brand, what you love. Okay. Um, Tell us, I want to make sure I get this. What's one of your best daily habits? All right. Best daily habits. I have a lot of bad habits, so I'll I'll go with best (laughs) habits. (laughs) That's why I ask people the best habits, because I I want our listeners to know that, again, those of us that do this, I keep telling people there is no magic. I I would like to tell you there's magic, but there's not. The magic, again, is within, and it's what you do daily consistently is what builds over time. So whatever habit you want to share. Time management and that whole world of productivity has always been my arch nemesis. And so over the last number of years, I've been learning how to, to equip myself better for the day. So one of the best things kind of for daily habit to kind of align is that quiet time at the beginning of the day before the cell phone, before the TV, news, radio, or anything. Um, it's just sitting down and pausing, getting ready for the day mentally, right? Uh, quiet time to, before all the noise starts, right? So that works well for me, and I, I think that would work well for most people. Uh, reminding myself of who I am and what I'm here for and that I need to put others first in the day. And that kind of sets me, that sets my foundation for the day, basically reviewing my purpose statement, right? And getting set for the day. If you have a purpose statement, you say, okay, today, this is why I woke up. And so how am I going to get ready for that? So that's one of the the best things that works for me. So could I put you on the spot? Can you share your purpose statement? So as I said before, my purpose statement, so, so I have a life purpose statement is to bless others, right? That's really general. So I take that and I, I took some time to kind of work that down into the business side and, and the business side, my business purpose statement is to help entrepreneurs discover their own purpose and to equip them to live that out, to make an impact in the world. So just really, that's just what gets me excited. So um, it doesn't matter if they're a small business, a startup business or someone who's been going for a long time. I just love to, to, help and even at Simbra here our our purpose is to help entrepreneurs realize their dreams right and so so my own purpose personal uh, purpose statement is very similar to that and Simbra's kind of grew out of that as well too and the four partners we've aligned with that and so when we look at an opportunity of what kind of client to serve we're looking at how we can help them realize their dreams it's not just, and their dreams are bigger than just the dollar, right? So then we go deeper into that. And yeah, that's, that's why I, I want to work with the individual, the entrepreneur themselves, just not a corporation. If there's a corporation owned by shareholders, I'm not interested. And yeah, me too. I'll still serve them. That's good. But I can't do my best work. My, I can't have my biggest impact unless I can work with the entrepreneur, that key leader, who is, um, you know, steering the ship. And so he or she can 
cast their vision to their team. It might be, they might have a small team, they might have a large team. But if I can help them have the clarity in, in who they are in that vision and casting that and being confident in that, that's, that's what I wake up for every morning. Me too. And that's, again, that's why I, listeners, that's why I really appreciated meeting Dwayne. And um, we, we actually met at the pub crawl and it were, it were all, we were all uh, walking around Stephen Avenue mall following the, the map of where we were supposed to meet up with, you know, different individuals and the, and the group that I was with, we came in and, and I just immediately started talking to Dwayne and somehow we started talking about brand right away, I think. Yeah, there you go. It's a part of our DNA. It? <laughs> it, was, it was almost like, hello, yes, uh, I'm, I'm Sam and, and I'm Dwayne. And for whatever reason, it was just branding right away. And it was, it, it, it was cool. Is yeah. that the word? It was cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> How, uh, what have I got here? How can our listeners connect with you, Dwayne? Uh, like reach out to me? Yeah. Okay. Um, so they can go to, uh, well, they can just email me direct, Dwayne, and you can spell it however you want. We, we've made it so it'll catch anything. Dwayne at Simber.com. Okay. Uh, yeah. And uh, just drop me an email. I'm on Twitter, uh, at Dwayne Holland. I'm on Instagram, but I don't, don't follow me there yet because I haven't really jumped into that. <laughs> I am on LinkedIn too. So LinkedIn, you can send me messages uh, direct to my email or uh, catch me on Twitter as well too. So, And social media, I'll be the first to admit this. I, that's a learning curve for me. I'm trying to get a little better at it as well too. So, I'm uh, pushing you. I'm... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are the, the things that we have to grow with, right? Yeah, so. exactly. So... Do you, do you think, does brand ever change? Oh, yeah, it can. It, it doesn't change as much as your brand needs to evolve, right? You, if, you, if you're in business for 20 years, it can't be the exact same as it was 20 years ago. It should be growing and evolving. Um, your brand's alive because it comes from within you, right? So it's organic. And it's like, I like to say it's like a garden. So you're always pruning it, watering it, fertilizing it. You're always working on it, right? but your purpose remains constant. It's the driving force, right? That's why it's the core of everything. And then your brand grows from that. So the brand can evolve and you can pivot a little bit in your business, but you shouldn't also leave your purpose behind again, just for opportunities that just might fly by you. Right? So your brand needs to evolve and, and, and change with the times a little bit, right? Social media didn't exist 10 years ago. Right? And so, uh, the whole concept of personal brand and your business brand, really nobody talked about that, even though it did exist, but it wasn't a, a thing, right? Um, so your brand has to, to uh, move with the times that are changing, but it's not a fad. It shouldn't just follow fads, right? It can stay consistent. And so if your brand is conservative, then you're, you're not doing crazy stuff just because crazy stuff's in trend, right? But you'd find yourself to be relevant to, your audience out there because your audience is going to change and uh, your audience, my audience has gotten younger, right? As I get older, my audience has gotten younger. So I've got to learn how to, to figure out how to comb my hair different, right? You know, and do a few things differently and, and speak to them so that it's relevant to them. Right. Um, but it doesn't change who I am. You know, my personal brand statement is authentically confident. 
So I stay true to who I am and I'm confident in that, right? Not, not cocky or pushy, right? But I'm confident in that, right? So I got to stay true to that. And uh, yeah, and then just evolve with how, it's more that branding evolves, right? And changes more than the brand itself does. But the brand will change a bit. You'll get your community or your tribe will start to kind of help shape that a little bit. And your brand champions out there, and they'll start telling the world what they feel your brand is as well too. But if you've got the, the heartbeat and the core and that foundation strong, they're not just going to be telling people it's something totally different than you believe it is, right? That has I'm to so, Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. That is, I, that's so perfect to bring that up at the moment because what I say to people too is, if you are not telling people who you are, and I say you are your brand, yep. and again, why I came up with Love Brand You, you are your brand. And because I work with social media so much is how I came up with that for explaining it to my clients. Because they would say, I want, I want to have a business. And I'm saying that in today's day and age with social media, either you tell people who you are and what you stand for or people in the they'll marketplace will. Yep. So if what is it? Tell that you, well, they'll tell it something and it might not be true, actually. Exactly. Yep. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. Okay, we're getting towards the end of our time. Oh, we could have so much more to talk about. Um Dwayne, I'm going to have uh, your information on the show page, so how people can connect with you. But before I let you go, I want you to give our listeners your best parting words of wisdom. Well, like I've been saying probably throughout our whole talk here, is just stay true to yourself. Don't try to be someone else, right? Stay true to yourself and to your purpose, and the rest will align and building your brand and your business. It's as simple as that, right? And, uh, you know, you don't try to be somebody else, right? Don't try to mimic every other competitor out there. If you want to stand out and brand out, be unique, be yourself, be authentic. And uh, it'll, it'll work out. There's, there's lots of potential clients out there in the world. And the ones who are meant to be with you will find you because they will be drawn to your authenticity. So like my favorite uh, brand philosopher, Popeye says, I am what I am, right? <laughs> Just keep it simple. I 100% agree. There you go. Great. Thanks for being here, Dwayne. You're welcome, Sam. Thanks for having me. Lots of fun. Okay, listeners, thank you for being here too. I will have Dwayne's information on the show page. And I'm your host, Sam Rafus. Until next time, keep sharing the love. Love Brand You with Sam Rafus. If you like what you heard on today's show, head to iTunes and subscribe to Love Brand You. You can leave a comment, a review, or send Sam a note for recommendations on a future guest you'd like to hear on the show. Thanks for listening to Love Brand You with Sam Rafus. For more, visit samrafus.com, S-A-M-R-A-F-O-S-S.com. This is the EWN Podcast Network.